Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Here we go. I have cats, so you might see them, like, coming by me, too. <laughs> oh, right on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, all right. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin. Tonight, we've got special guest, April Dubrock from uh, Louisiana. What's going on? How are you doing tonight? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. You're doing Mm -hmm. great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into this show right here. And Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, what's going on, April? She she transitioned from the boat side of things um, into a kayak, and we want to kind of get her outlook on this. So um, I'm going to, you know, introduce yourself to everybody and give a little backstory on, uh, you know, how, where you started fishing and then what kind of led you into that plastic boat. All right. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is April Dubrock and from uh, Southeast Louisiana, born and raised, still live here. I love it. I don't think I want to move anywhere else. <laughs> uh, we have great fishery here. Oh, man, Louisiana Marsh is awesome. Um recommend anybody come down at least one time in their life to just to, to get down there and fish a wonderful marsh but um i've been fishing all my life since i was two um wow. my dad <laughs> yeah uh, i loved it I, i've been hooked ever since my dad taught me um the boat side of fishing and i have my great grandfather who taught me like the pier and and the um the pier side of fishing so i had a, i had both introduced me in my life when i was young um, but yeah, I got into it very young. Um, I started really doing a lot of fishing about probably about 10 years ago. Um, I started getting into the tournament fishing a lot. So, um, yeah, for sure. that's really, no, no really like some competition. Yeah, that's what, oh, that's the same I way I am. You know? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I grew up fun. with it, it's- uh, in the skateboard and surf industry and then, you okay. know, I'd fished my whole life and everything. And it was just always, um, you know, at a young age, fishing some bass tournaments with clubs in Southeast Georgia. I grew up on the in the Golden Isles area in Southeast Georgia. So I got a little bit of an accent, too, <laughs> sometimes. And I get Ooh. excited. And they say, 
And they try to say, hey, you sound like you're from Louisiana, too. I say, you know, uh-huh. I'm from southeast Georgia, which is, you know, east Louisiana. Oh, so <laughs> it's close, it's close got, enough. Yeah, I got a, I got a good southern <laughs> accent, but it's definitely not a Texas accent. But it's a, it's a, I got a little southern draw here and there. But, you know, I did the same thing. Started fishing at a young age and just it's just stuck with me over the years, even though I've drifted through skateboarding and surfing and stuff. And then, you know, okay. injuries and different things like that kind of kept me out of that. So I, you know, grabbed a kayak and, and you know, it's just the ease of access and everything that just got me on the water. So, um, you know, you said oh, yeah. you got into the boat scene probably a little before everything. Yeah. And, then, uh, you know, how, how was that I coming was always, up? As a, it, it's, it's, it's been good. I'm, um, I don't know how, it, like, I'm, I've always been like a passenger, um, mm-hmm. on the boat. Um, I fished with my ex-husband in a bunch of uh, tournaments. Now I fish with, hello, cat. <laughs> I fish with my, uh, <laughs> she just like came in here and said hi for a second. Um, but I fish, I have a female fishing, um, partner now. I fish with, her name's Melissa Larson. We do, um, a lot of the, um, the boats. We, they did cancel one of our series, um, which the, the IFA, which we right. we, we yes. were in a lot. So we're we're trying to find some other ones that we can get into um, together. Um, but man, they've been so it's so expensive now. So, and that's actually yeah. what kind of got me into the kayak. Um, the kayak side. Theme. Well, we have some expensive mm-hmm. uh, entry fees too. I know we have one coming up. Um, this weekend is this episode will actually air um, after the fact, but uh, you know, it's $515 and that's not counting the big fish pot and that's a team tournament. Right, so it yeah. kind of drops it down a little bit, but being a bass fisherman also that side of things has kind of groomed me for those higher entry fees. Cause a lot of the national level level tournaments are, you know, 150 to $250 entry fee for individuals, which makes for great payouts mm-hmm. and a little bigger, um, you know, pot distrib- distribution, you know, which is cool. Perfect. But you know, some of the grassroots, grassroots uh club events say like uh bayou coast kayak anglers you know that's um that's one of the yeah uh awesome oldest groups in in the country as far as kayak clubs and they they throw great events um you know Mm -hmm. i think you just you just ended up fishing one of those didn't you you just fish one of their events recently yes 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 i did i just finished that one um um my first one i fished was the minimalist and i I think I I got 18 and I was the first one. There was what, 140 something anglers? uh, Yeah, out of 100 and I think 48 or something like that. Right. 120. So, yeah, it it was in in the hundreds and I uh, wound up getting um, 18. So, and you qualified for the championship. And and I'll let the listeners know a little bit about that tournament there is that they give everybody um, the same lures. So, everybody has the same. Same box of lures. You run out of those, you can't fish anymore. Um, you That's know, right. it's, it's a really cool concept. We had a series like that here called Saltwater Survival Series, mm-hmm. and they actually went back to just you know everybody can fish with whatever. But for I think three or four years, they had it where everybody got the same box of lures, and it was just pretty fun. You know, it just it levels that it playing field. Was, you know, it's really cool. But that's awesome. That's a that's a great finish. That's a definitely a great yeah, finish, I was, man. I was, uh, I was very very excited. I was very excited. And this past one, I just fished. It was like a two-day tournament. Um, the first day is the one that really counted. It was for – we had to get five trout. Um, I I got 18th uh, – no, 19th place yes. in that one out of 69. So um, – and then the day two, I didn't do too well because I'm 
I'm just, I'm trying to learn how to fish for redfish because I've been fishing in the kayak for about a year and a half and yes. I've been learning. Um, but boy, I got taste of humble pie when I couldn't, I couldn't get a red, man. I caught one bull and I you was caught a big, You caught an over, uh, right? Yeah. Because the slot there is 20, 2027, correct? 20, yeah, it has to be 27. under 27. Under right 27, yeah. So, oh, cool but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. I love, I love being in the kayak. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's been great just learning how to, how to transition from both and pretty yeah. much I am everything. I'm the boat captain in yeah. the kayak. <laughs> uh, that's the big thing. Like I was, I'm always spoiled on the boat, you know, cause right. my, my fish department, Melissa, she, does the trolling motor and she drives does the boat, yeah. everything. Does everything she drives my job yeah. is to pretty much catch the, the fish and <laughs> i was spoiled i'm like girl I, I, I took you for granted like seriously mm-hmm. just with all the work coming all the work you have to do when it comes to a kayak so right and, and like like we talked pre-show a little bit wanted to get, get into these things for for um for some new newer anglers might want to jump into the competitive side of kayak fishing and you know the cool thing is to me is that i see a lot more lady anglers getting into it um we have a uh a kayak fishing group here in texas and it's a couples page it's a couples group couples kayak fishing um texas and they have uh, i think we have 38 lady anglers signed up for it was a monthly challenge for the month of march three redfish three trout nice. and there's ladies with uh 140 something inches like, I think our big trout wow. is 26 and a half. We have a 29 inch red. That's the bull red winner for the weekend. Um, awesome. I mean, there's a lot of okay. stuff going on that's um, that's really cool. And it's cool to see that and to see the uh, the the involvement and everything, everybody coming coming on board, you know. So and then, you know, what I really okay. wanted to get into was, you know, being you came from the boat side. You know, you're, you got, you know, 250 or 300 horses back there <laughs> kicking you along right? in, the ki- in the kayak. You really have to plan your tournament day out because time management comes into into um, into play and being able to make it back to the exactly. weigh in in time. If you have to do that, if you have to weigh live fish or, you mm-hmm. know, organization, you don't have as much room on a kayak as you do a boat. So definitely having things within hand's reach just makes exactly. a place a big part in being efficient on the water, you know, and then having a great Definitely. kayak that you can cover water in because covering water is a big thing too. So let, let, oh, let yeah. the listeners um, know somebody that's out there new, you know, what did you, um, how did you transition into in, that to like, you got a lot less time, you know, trying to fish because you have to make your runs and all that, you know, you got anything you want to share yeah. with anybody? Um, mainly the thing is, um, well, of course, time on the water is key to finding, to finding fish. Um, but, but yeah, you definitely have, you have less opportunity to cover more water in a kayak than a boat. So, um, you have to plan your day out accordingly. Like you want to hit certain spots and you have to just make sure that you have enough time during the day to get to from A to B. Um, but when when I'm scouting, I like to just cover certain areas at certain time. Um, but just mainly, I mean, just like um, just wondering, like if so this area. Oh, I lost your audio right there. 
we lost the audio. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all but, good. Um, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, it'll it'll come around. There you go. Sorry. Keeps popping out on me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all good. Can you can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. We okay. still got you. We still got you loud and okay. clear. Yes. Right. Yeah, we got a, a, you know, like you were saying, the, the time on the water, especially pre-planning for tournaments and everything, that's a big key. And, and to to only be doing it as a, you know, a year and a half, you know, you've made a good transition over, you know, you, you had a lot yeah, of solid anglers in that, in that, <laughs> in that minimalist challenge. You had a lot of solid anglers show up to that and be able to hang oh, yeah. in that top 20 out of that's awesome. <laughs> Awesome, Thank awesome. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah. I, 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 the big difference is, I guess I'm so low on the water in the kayak, trying to adjust mm -hmm. the way I fish. Right. Um, when I'm on a sight stand, when I'm fishing, I, I can see everything. So, mm -hmm. um, I had to adjust the way I fish with that, especially casting. Um, mm -hmm. I noticed I had to adjust my cast a lot. Yes. Too. Um. That 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 was a big a big key um to learn but um but right because y'all y'all do a lot of sight sight fishing for redfish in louisiana you are looking yes. for active fish cruising and you know it's not always birds running down the bank following a little school like it is over here with me sometimes or a lot okay. of a lot of blind casting in, in just high percentage places ambush points and stuff like that i do a lot of that too if i'm not on some grass flats with sand pockets and stuff i'm just kind of targeting that and just looking for active fish um, I kind of stand up and push pole around sometimes too, and kind of get a little higher vantage point. But like you said, you definitely have to adjust coming from the boat side, um, especially when you're used to a, a, you know, a tower boat or a Sexy. casting platform. Yep, definitely. Oh, yeah. it, it's definitely. like a, it's definitely a different world. But um, I'm just starting to get used to standing up and mm -hmm. fishing and stuff. So um, trying to get my balance and. Like when I first thought of a kayak, I'm like, I, I'm a flip. I'm, there's no <laughs> way I'm going to get in a kayak. Yeah. That was my first perspective. And, uh, boy, once I got on it, it's once you get your, um, I guess your center of gravity in the kayak yes. and you just don't move from there. It's, it's fine. But anybody out there who is scared, don't be scared. Just get on there and, and do it. I was, I, I'm one of them. I was, I was, I'm like, I'm, I'm clumsy, like straight up. I will trip over everything i'm like there's no way i'm gonna get this thing i'll be going in the water but um but yeah you just you just have to you have to do it because once my first time doing i'm like wow this is awesome it really is i'm like i'm my own captain i go where i want i plan my day where i want um and it's it's so beautiful on the kai. You get into little bitty skinny yes. areas. And, this is the boats can. Well, air boats can, but a lot of places the power boats can't. Um, oh, and yeah. it's just you're, you're you that much skinny. closer to the action. I mean, yeah. I get eats, exactly. I get eats where, where I'm drifting along and the fish are right beside me. And I just kind of drop my rod in front of them and get eats right by the boat sometimes. Kayak sometimes. It's, uh -huh. it's, it's insane when I'm, stuff like that happens. And then the top water blow ups when they just come out of nowhere. Right beside right. you, and scared the crap out of you. You know, like, oh my god! <laughs> I had a couple of those this morning on some. I got on some pretty good trout this morning. Or dolphins, um, or dolphins. They yeah. come up right on you. And they bump, they bump you. Kayak. I'm like, oh lord, please don't tip me over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. awesome, but yeah, or the um, or yeah, the alligators. 
<laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I've had I had some encounter, but uh, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm just gonna paddle over here. You can have. Yeah, that normally area. they'll just uh, if you startle them, they'll just they'll shoot right under your kayak and stuff. And it's usually like over here is when it's during the mating season when they get a little aggressive. The males kind of get uh, competitive and they'll like come out of the water and, bam, and they'll slap, slap their bellies and chest on the water and like growl, growl at you and stuff. And you're like, OK, I'll oh, see you later. Okay, or or the that. ones if you see like you see like their like their their tails coming out of the water and they're arching their back and their tails are coming up. Just keep moving. Oh, those are going to be oh, aggressive yeah. on you. They're going to try to charge you and stuff. So. Um, you know, being a bass fisherman too, and then some of the back bayous and stuff I fish, I'm used to being around them. So, I mean, I'll gotcha. the ones that are small, you know, they'll try to eat your frogs and try to eat your top waters all the time. <laughs> it's always like oh, this I, is like a, a keep away game, you know. Them. They're they're kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah, I do too. Right. You know, I, I'm I like, good. Hey, this is their environment, them. also. Oh yeah, it is. It's true. <laughs> we we are in their area, and, and I always remember that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay. You can have this spot. I'll go find another you can one. Have it. I'll go find another one. Well, what? Uh, uh -huh. So transitioning to the kayak, what what became your favorite species, or what has been your favorite species to to fish for targeting off the, the kayak? kayak so far? Um, well, it was red. I love catching redfish, but mm -hmm. in the kayak, um, the trout. I find I'm 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 doing better with the trout right now. So I'm guessing yeah. trout right now is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but actually this weekend, I'm going to really be going out with somebody that helped teach me, uh, mm -hmm. how to do the red fishing part. Cause yeah. that's something I really haven't done yet. And I need to learn very fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jump on in. So but yeah, that's me. I, me I, being I, in the championship coming up, I need yeah. to learn how to do it right. Like, and I'm, and, um, I'm excited. I can't wait because what, what part of Louisiana are you in? Like around, um, I, I live like, in Destrehan. So Destrehan. I'm kind of like in the, I'm, I'm kind of close to Homa. Um, Homa okay. I fish all, okay. all, all those areas. I've been kind um, I'm pretty much where I'm fishing is where there's a tournament. I'm scouting. I'm right. Looking, you go I'm scout and look. Fish. Yeah. That's but, how um, it is. You know, I'm usually this time of year, like starting back in November and coming, through to March, April, I'm usually targeting like trophy size trout. That's my thing to do. So um, mm -hmm. if I'm catching redfish, they're bycatch usually. So I enter some online tournaments here and there. And, um, you know, I will, uh, I don't know if you've heard, um, you know, of kayak bass fishing. It, it was, uh, you know, they started the online thing many years ago with the, with the monthly challenges and everything. And then they got a, a redfish series for a couple of years. And then it got, it got um, converted to the kayak saltwater series. And um, okay. their, their Redfish National Championship is in Gulf Shores uh, the past two or last year, and it'll be there again in this year. Um, and you qualify okay. through a monthly challenge series. And there's a couple of Louisiana guys that, that does some good stuff. Um, and there's oh, yeah. this, this, this put some good fish up and then some Texas boys to fish the Sabine area have been putting up some good stuff. But I'm, I'm the communications director for them. Um, so I'll be promoting it and kind of helping boost it and kind of grow the membership awesome. and see see if we can uh, make this work out because we're hoping to have a uh, um, you know a couple of live events on each in each region. We have an Atlantic region and a and a and a Gulf region. And then what you do is uh, your points from the monthly challenges, like the best three or best four, go and then a live event goes and then the championship goes and then the top ten overall go to an event called the 10 it's just like on the bath side um there's a ten thousand dollar first place prize 
and you go and fish oh, with 10 nice. other people for a championship called the 10, which is pretty cool. Um, we're trying that to boost the, cool. boost the membership. It is something else since the IFA um, isn't uh, around anymore. Their boat series, you know, they also had a kayak division, but always felt like we were in the back seat and the boats were featured, but the kayaks were kind of just kind of pushed aside. So right. I was ho really hoping that would come about and work better. Um, but, you know, there's some other series popping up everywhere. You know, like you said, the Bio, Bio Coast puts on great, great events. I, I've always wanted to try to come over and fish the Minimalist Challenge and some of the other stuff they have. But, you know, on top of chasing bass tournaments and everything else, it's usually my, my vacations burn up pretty quick. And oh, uh, But man. I'm, I'm going to make it over there one day. I've had Sean on the – Sean Rastanis. 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 I can't say his last name. I've had him on the show a couple of times. Um Okay. And talked about some stuff when they were going to do Fall and Tide um, last year. Last year. Okay. Right before COVID. And then COVID happened and it messed everything all up, you know. So, oh, yeah. Because uh, it was going to be a Hobie Worlds qualifier and all that. So I'm really hoping that event kicks back off because that was going to be a great event, too. And they look like they put on a, a, a mighty fine, uh, you know, tournament. So I'm I'm stoked to hopefully make it over there. But, uh, you oh, know, definitely. You, you said speckled trout and that just – Oh, that hits me because that's my that's my favorite fish to target too. So yeah, um, they, you know your your techniques you're you're using over there. Um, uh, what are you doing to find them? Well, what kind of water are you fishing this type of year? How are you going about um, you know scouting for the trout? Don't give away too much. I won't well, give away no I'll, secret areas or nothing, but just the basic right. you know what you're looking for and and what you're throwing to them. Well, the basic thing, I look for clean, moving water. Um, I try to, I try to fish, you know, wherever the water's moving around points. I try, mm -hmm. I try to target that that area first because that's where the bait's going to be coming through, and that's where usually the trout are to to ambush the bait. Yes. Um, so that's one thing I look for. If the water doesn't look good and there's no movement, I'll I'll move. I'll go look. Um, I have a five cast rule. I make five yeah. casts. If I don't catch, get a bite, I leave. Yeah, you cannot just stay in one area. You have you have to. No, you um, got to cover. You got to cover water. I I I, I repeat to. that multiple times, and the same thing. Moving water, just like you say, moving water around points in that choke point, that ambush point, just like you said, that's key. Trout are opportunistic feeders. They're going to sit somewhere and kind of hide out of that current and wait for something to come by and smash them. So you know you got well, it on the point right there. I've been chasing trout a thing, long time, and you're, you you definitely right. picked up on that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One thing I can add right now, the trout are two foot. They, they they're, are they're shallow right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're yep. shallow. They moved on That's up. For right yep. now. Uh, you know, in the winter, of course, they go deep. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, I've been trying to look for two foot of water. And usually yep. if, if, if you find that, that perfect depth, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll find them. Yeah, and then usually you can um, yeah. repeat that pattern in other areas as long as you find that same depth and kind of same current movement and stuff. And if there's fish yep. in that area, they'll be holding on that same kind of depth and stuff also, which is pretty cool. You throw in a lot yep. of top waters. You throw a lot of spooks. And, um, and, uh, I do some top water. Yeah. My actually, my favorite is a quarter ounce jig with a matrix shad ultraviolet. That's oh, okay. like my go-to. That's your jam. I'm, is I'm that matrix shad? <laughs> yeah, I love my matrix shad. Um, I've been I've been with them for a long time, but I, I shoot, I catch fish with them. Why Why go with anywhere else? So you but, were with um, them like on the boat side and stuff. You had been fishing with that. 
Oh yeah, the boat side. Uh, so. yeah, from the very very beginning, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, I've always always used it. Um, and they, it's just the action that yep. it has and the durability. I will fish with yep. one lure all day. It's crazy. it's got a good thump. It's got a good wobble to it. The tail. It really it's got does. a good little. It swims really well. I, I've 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 seen them. I mean, I I have support from a company called Grande. And their swim okay. baits are just great. I mean, and I know Matrix has is, is got some good stuff. My buddy Chris Castro has, has used them quite a bit and do, does really well mm -hmm. with them. So, um, you know, I, okay. I know that they make a great product and they swim really good. You know, the action's great on them. So, yeah. So, uh, plastics. Yeah. Jighead, quarter ounce. Jig, yep. yep. I just I have like a little finesse tech, technique and uh, jigging. And, and, and when I'm fishing, I'm I'm like kind of going against the current and against the mm -hmm. wind and then throwing mm -hmm. and then letting it come back to me. Cause that's naturally, the that's a natural sense. presentation. That's a natural exactly. presentation. Yeah. If I can't sit up the cast within like a 30 degree sweep into the wind or the current on what I want to target, mm -mm. I'd rather mm -hmm. get blown all over in the wind to get that perfect cast because perfect cast. you can find washouts in oyster reefs from, you know, fishing stuff over the years I pick up on stuff at lower tides and kind of mark them in my head or mark them on my fish finder. And I use my side okay. scan when it's deeper to find the washouts in the reef where the fish are going to sit in the ambush point. And I can go there at higher tides and usually set up and throw right there and pick up fish. Boom. Like, especially yep. this time of year on corkies when the water's still a little below 70, they're still eating the corkies and you count them down, just hover over the top of that oyster bed and just tink, tink, tink. And just uh -huh. that's what they were doing today. They was I had an incoming tide and we had a little more of a bull tide with the full moon. Um, we had a front yesterday, so it's post frontal. The, the the pressure was starting to drop, and they they ate okay. pretty good first thing this morning. So you know it's just like you said, just the way you set up and stuff into the current and into the wind is big factor. Yep, Bait dang serious. Sure yes, it is definitely key. Yeah, uh, dang sure it, is because. These tribe, they saw they they will not eat unless you present it to them in mm -hmm. a certain way. So a redfish, use uh, same way with a red too. Actually, yeah. uh, uh, usually I find when the tide's moving really really well, that's that's when I'll get the good bite. But once that tide stops, yeah, you can you can forget it. <laughs> yeah, you really got to grind when that when that tide stops moving, or you got to. Really put it in front of their face. High find pressure. It. Yeah, high, high pressure. pressure. High pressure is what kills it. You got to really downsize and kind of just slow stuff down. That's how it was today yes. after the after the the little minor bite in the morning when the moon set and the sun was rising and then the bite just shut down and I was like oh, I got to put on a little plastic and just kind of slow roll it off the bottom and then slow I picked it. up a few, few more fish doing that but they definitely stopped it's hitting tough. eating top eating top water so I switched that corky and smaller plastic and they started they started hitting it on that little slower presentation so it's pretty cool mm -hmm. pretty cool yeah, that's true. cool deal well what um you know if you have an opportunity to have like a bucket list you know fish off a kayak you know what, what would you want to go target well my bucket fish all time is a tarpon a tarpon but a tarpon, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I could catch a tarpon on a kayak, but that would be, I don't know. I don't know if people have. Yeah, they um, have. They, they, I can put you with somebody in uh, in Pensacola, Matt Van. He guides over there. He comes and fishes some uh -huh. of the tournaments over there. He guides over there and can put you on one. Or Brandon Barton, he also does some good stuff over there in uh, Pensacola, tarpon. which isn't too too far of a drive. And, 
Yeah, he could put you on some right off of Nevere, Nevere and Pensacola. Even in a boat, like oh, even in a boat is insane. <laughs> I right. haven't caught it's any big saw, ones. It, you know, I've uh-huh. caught some ju- juvenile tarpon in some backwaters and some snook, but I haven't caught okay. anything over like thirty-two inches. But still, it's fun, you know. But I, I definitely oh, yeah. love to get get you know a hundred pound glass jump. tarpon off off the kayak. <laughs> yeah, just just get some runs and some jumps. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really right. cool for a big one like that. Um, uh, that, you know, that, that is my dream fish. Oh, cool. And it'd be in a kayak would be that much more icing on the oh, cake. Oh man. That, you know? yeah, that, yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. It would take me for a good ride. I mean, there's a lot, there's <laughs> a lot of good water there, you know, Pensacola, Nevere area. Um, they got some artificial reefs within like a mile and a half offshore and they got great conditions a lot of times. So, um, they have some pretty cool tournaments over there too. Um, offshore okay. style for kingfish and snapper. I mean, they get tuna in close to get Dorado in close mahi. Um, you know, they have a good, good time. Sailfish. They, they have some good stuff over there. Uh, okay, yeah, definitely, cool. definitely worth it to check definitely out too. Have, because, definitely you know, have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to my boys over there, Brandon and, and Matt. They're both on team Torquedo also. And, uh, you know, I will say that, um, you know, I've had a motor for two years and a lot of our tournaments did go to, uh, electric motors are allowed. And I'm going to tell you right now, pre-fishing with a motor and covering water is definitely a big help. Some people don't agree with it, but, you know, hey, if they allow it, I'm all over it. You know, just like the bass side has allowed motors for a long time. So I'm, I'm really glad to see the saltwater side jump on board. Um, but the only thing that that's made us have to do is uh, is we actually have li- a live well on the kayak. <laughs> OK, we have, have built a live well because uh, uh, quite a few of our redfish trails are live way in. Um, where you really? actually have to bring the fish in alive and you get a half pound bonus per fish. And if they're dead, oh, you don't, nice. yeah, you don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lately we've been doing the CPR. CPR. Uh, yep. With, with COVID and everything going on. Uh, can't wait till all this mess is over with. So we can oh, get I know it's been crazy. We're kind of back to normal over here where we've had some, you know, meetups and stuff with the tournaments and all that, but you know, you're still wearing masks and everything like that. But you know, I'm, I'm ready for it. I think everybody is, you know, we, I mm-hmm. actually, we were just in new Orleans uh, during spring break. That's one of my wife and I's favorite city to come visit. We love to enjoy the, nice. the atmosphere, the atmosphere and then the good food and everything and, uh, and do a little gambling. <laughs> uh-huh. So we like yeah. to come visit over there. It's a good time normally there on, uh, on, on, uh, in the French quarter, have a good little time Go check out some, you know, ghost tours and stuff like that. So we, we love Louisiana. I just haven't had a chance to fish over there yet. So I got to make that oh, happen pretty soon. Man. I got to make a chance to f- make a chance and happen soon. Cause we, I got a lot of, a lot of friends oh, yeah. and a lot of team team members that, um, that live over there. I'm, I'm the team leader for the, uh, Jackson kayak for the South region. I'm also, I'm on their factory team. And, uh, we got That's some fun. cool, cool guys over there. Scott Myers, um, in okay. New Orleans, Chuck Bayhan. I know he fishes some uh-huh. of the, Bayou Coast tournaments, and uh, yeah, I knew Chuck. you know, uh-huh. yeah, Chuck's a good dude, and uh, we okay. uh, we enjoy having them on the team too. And I just got to make it over there. We're supposed to do a pack trip here and there, and then I, you know, the hurricane happened last time we were supposed to have a trip. <laughs> you know, it's always just something. it gets it's always something lately. It's just like always, uh, something. always something. Well, you know, <laughs> every show. Um, I don't want to get too far off topic. We just start rambling on. It's all good. Right. But every show I like to ask everybody, you know, I, I like to do what's called pick three. Um, say okay. you got three combos you can bring. 
to target speckled trout. Yeah. I know you love that matrix shad, but um, you know, if you're going to have three rods on your kayak, uh, what kind of combos are they going to be spinning, bait casting, you know, how's it set up, what lures are going to be on them? I, I am a, I am a spin reel girl. I okay. don't fish with a bait caster. So um, I've tried bait caster. Uh, I had major surgery on my wrist and it mm -hmm. kind of puts a lot of pressure yes. on my wrist. So I'm strictly uh, a, a spinner rod girl. Um, but Mainly, if I'm fishing trout, a quarter ounce jig head with mm -hmm. um with the plastic on there. Yeah. Um, I like I like uh, and then we also have a uh, I, I like to do the top the the top the top water, mm -hmm. um, so, uh, especially when it's really really calm. Um, yeah. and for redfish, also um, I like to fish with um a weedless with mm -hmm. the matrix head crawl. The crawl. Oh, I like yes. to use that. And then Hall's HD spinner bait to yes. use. Um, it's inline spinner. Oh, yes. I inline make my own. <laughs> you do? Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've made my own Man, with uh, Colorado blades. Yep. Those are really it. cool. Yeah. It's a weed weedless presentation. It's a weedless exactly. presentation with the inline spinner. Yeah, those are great. Uh -huh. And I, I transition a lot of bass lures. I, I really like if they're far up with the super high tides in the grass. I'll throw a hollow body frog in a bone color up there and crush them. They will crush that thing. Um, and also mm -hmm. like chatterbaits because chatterbaits come through grass really well, like hydrilla and milfoil and all that on the bass side. Oh, yeah. So I said, why can't I use this on the redfish side? And they do. Actually, Z-Man makes a, a diesel. They, they oh, redfish smoke them. And then um, love wake baits. I, I, love wait, I love wake baits around structure. I don't really like fishing them in open water. Um, I like them around structure and grass lines or like, little bit of riprap in the water or something in, in crankbaits. I, I became a firm believer in throwing small square bill crankbaits for redfish in Gulf Shores, Alabama, because okay. I slammed, I had six reds over four, uh, 30 inches in two days over there, which wasn't the size I needed for the tournament, but good gosh, I, right. I think I had one. It had to work out. It had to be 47 or 48 inches. Um, it's wow. my profile pitch, picture on Facebook. Um, if anybody knows me, they know that fish came on a little bitty two inch, uh, you know, Bicky Smalls river to wow, see crank. a little bitty square bill on, on a 15 pound braid with 15 pound fluoro. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You got on a that's little awesome. six, nine medium, medium power, um, extra fast Waterloo, uh, H How HP slam bag. You get that fish I in? actually got it in, in about seven minutes. That's wow. That's yeah, it didn't good. take a lot. I had him. I had him thumbed. I thumbed down on him and got him in. I had it looked really well, but uh, that was the biggest one of the trip. But I had a. I had one that was thirty five. Just crush a spook junior over some old stump fields that, and it was just a blast. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh yeah. wow. And that was insane. That area. I really like that area. I'm excited to go back there. Um. Oh yeah. Pick three. I could talk about lures and, <laughs> and setups all day right? myself. You know. Uh, um. We're just talking about fisheries and this and that. Have you you traveled anywhere else for tournaments or anything, even before on the boat side? To, to, uh, have you gotten out of Louisiana waters any? No, I mean, not. No. not I, I fished Florida maybe one time mm -hmm. in the boat, but I, I'm not really fishing. I'm, I'm mainly just fish Louisiana. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would like to do – I would like to go to Florida more. Uh, mm -hmm. I do want to go to Texas and catch yeah. a really big trout because I see the big ones y'all have over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
definitely want to get there and do that one, one at least once. See if I could break away with my crazy hectic schedule. Um, What's your PB but, trout so far? What in, in the kayak? What's your personal uh, best on the yeah, trout okay. side? Caught it. I caught it last year. I think it was like twenty twenty two. Oh, cool deal. There, y'all still get y'all get some grown ones over there too. Every you know mm -hmm. they'll pop up here and there, but y'all do have oh. a uh, a good bit of you know y'all got a good bit of fishing pressure too, just like us. And then y'all y'all's limit is a little higher. And the, yes, the, the size limit, I think yeah. it's a, a 12 inches is the, what it has 12 to be. Inches. So ours, we had a, uh, you know, we had a pretty significant fish kills in localized areas after our freeze. And I know south of the JFK Causeway and Corpus Christi, they have an emergency order going into effect April 1st, where you can only keep three fish between 17 and 23. Um, wow, it used, it really? used to be, it used to be five, um, between 15 and 25 inches, you could have one over 25, but now you can only have three 17 between 23 because, I mean, it was actually hit pretty, pretty hard. Um, I mean, I can see a little bit of a, of a difference in some of the, some of the fish over here in my area. Also, I'm a little further North and like the mid coast area more, okay. but, um, you know, I'm still catching some good numbers. I still caught some, I think I had four over 20 inches today. Nothing really big. I pulled oh. off a couple, pulled off a couple good ones, but, um, you know, it's just, it's just time will tell, you know, after the next spawn and then, you know, we'll come around and see what happens. I know the redfish fared a little better in our areas and, you know, little areas with deeper water filled, filled where, but, you know, we are known for a, a pretty, you know, good trout, trout fishing for down around Baffin and Port Mansfield and all that. Um, I always enjoy getting down there. You know, I mean, I got some areas up here, but there's just nothing to compare it with that stuff down south. Sometimes you can get right get on the big ones and just set up right on them. So, oh. Oh, it's just insane love, to get down there. <laughs> I would love to to catch a big one like y'all catch in Texas, seriously. Because I've, I've I, I still haven't cracked crazy. thirty thirty inches, but I've had you know many many twenty nine and twenty nine and a half that are, that are freaking you know wow. giant, <laughs> the big fat. That's insane how yeah. big they get over there. They yeah, there's some giants around. You know, it's and it just sometimes when you're throwing the top water and they just. You know, they just explode on it, and their heads so pop, pop. It just looked like a you threw a brick in the water, so like just blow up everywhere. <laughs> just like, oh, it just gets my heart racing Boy, so much. It gets me excited. Rush right there. <laughs> it gets me excited even talking about it, and even the redfish too. I mean, I just you see bait, like shrimp jumping everywhere in the grass, and the birds are playing. Uh -huh. hot, the birds are playing hot scotch. That's what I call it when they're all jumping over each other, chasing the shrimp, and then the redfish you right. just see them. You hear the it sounds like a toilet flushing. That's what I'll say. You hear that toilet uh -huh. flushing? It, you know, and it's like, oh, there he is right there. Fired in there yep. and just jack him up. But you know, I know you said earlier about the crawfish imitation. And and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of y'all Texas anchors out there, if if you ain't sight fishing with that, you sleep you sleeping Crawfit on something. You sleep, you sleeping on something you need to wake up on. <laughs> <laughs> tell you yeah they love that cross yes. they i've even caught monster actually last year i was big black drum fishing with a crawl i caught a monster a big old trout oh big trout um, too oh dang big trout yeah i caught i caught like two two or three trout on on the crawfish i was trying to mm -hmm. fish for reds i'm like what are you doing eating this but you, you know i mean i guess it's, it's the time of year Yep. It, it, I did, which around this time is when I did call it, catch them, yep. which I'll be going to that secret spot. You know, that secret spot. Soon. Yep. Oh, yeah. And a lot of I our got, fish, I, a lot of our fish, the, the trout move up in the, 
in the like brackish water estuaries because it has some deeper water for them to get out of the cold. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know they probably do that there. They probably move up into the bayous a little further, um, get away from the islands. And they're coming up in there to find a little deeper passes and stuff. So uh, I could see the, the crawl working on him, too. But, yeah, I, whew, whew, I love that crawl with the wheel, with the wheelers hook. Actually, Gambler makes hook. one. Gambler makes one with a little blade, but also there's a company out of Louisiana called Lazy Man Hooks that makes okay. it's got a little bitty uh, willow leaf blade attached to the hook and it's weedless. Uh, Gambler makes one oh, called nice. the Does It, and then Lazy Man makes one, and it's got a belly weighted hook with a little bitty, you know, willow leaf blade, either gold or silver, that's hammered, and it just and it gives that extra flash, and it kind of silts up off the bottom, you know, because it. It, the way the action of those, it just looks like a little crawfish or a crab. I mean, wow. so the red the redfish just go stupid over them. They do. Okay. If I'm you not, get I'm it near redfish, they're, yeah, yeah. Lazy man, oh, yeah. Santa they, makes them. And then uh, they gambler. Crush it. Yeah, they're going to crush it. They really like those, uh, like the blue kind of uh, green pumpkin and blue swirl or like an orange colored one. They've been, that's what they mm -hmm. eat. That's what they eat over here. But I normally uh -huh. don't get them. Until probably like uh, like late August, September, October, when they really start schooling up a little okay. more, when I really, really punk them out with the crawls. Normally, like this time of year, when the water starts to warm up, I'm throwing top water all the time, pretty much. Hey, it is crawfish. <laughs> it is crawfish season, too. It is crawfish so season. There always, yep. always, always throw what the fish are eating. And usually eat, when yep. I'm cleaning my fish, I'll. I'm crazy, but I, I check check the bellies. Eating, you yeah, know. check them yeah. They, match match the hats. That's that's the big exactly. key too. Yeah, you see them flinging yep. little bitty shad everywhere. You know, you need to throw a little bitty jerk bait or something or a little plastic. You know, you see them with their tail rooting all up in the air. You know, they're grabbing digging something out in the mud. You got to put something down there and get to them. Uh, you know, that's you see right. them chasing mullet on the top. Hey, put that top water on and get after them or that big swim bait. You know, big paddle tail. And get after him. That's yeah, right. def definitely match the hatch. That's a that's a very smart thing to do is uh is uh clean the uh clean them up and check their check their gut. See what's yep. in there. <laughs> definitely. Hey, I get in there and look at them too. Cause you'll be man, you'd be surprised what you find sometimes. A little 24 oh, inch redfish have a 12 inch mullet in his stomach. You're like, oh my God, how'd you get that thing down your throat? Most, <laughs> most craziest thing I saw was a baby nutria. Baby nutria. Oh, wow. In, in a big old a red. Fish. Yes, that was that was Dang. insane. That was the craziest thing I saw. Now, I've actually wit wit witnessed a, a, you know, a, a large bass, probably 10 pounds plus, come up and crush a baby duck, a little duckling. I've seen oh, that happen. Wow. And I've seen yeah. some, some snakes get smashed out of the water. Yep. I've seen wow. that before, too, but. Uh, a nutria, yeah. Y'all don't know a what that nutria. is. It's like a what in the world does it look like? It looks like a little little rat, a big old little, rat. a big old rat. Yeah, funky looking big though. Big old rat. Yeah, it looks yep. like a big giant rat, like a beaver Just, without a yeah, tail, without got, a big tail. <laughs> you gotta come to Louisiana to see what a nutria looks like now. They're still but, rampant uh, over there. They're still running around like crazy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I see in them the everywhere. marsh and everything. Yeah, oh, everywhere. craziness. Dang. Multiply. <laughs> Dang, multiply fast. All right. Well, cool deal. Well, you know what? I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your uh well thank you for you know, having me. I appreciate it. Transitioning this, this over from the boat from the boat side and, and everywhere. You oh, know yeah. what I was like, I'm, I told I'm, myself I gotta I'm get still some a more. Newbie. 
Yeah, I'm get still some a more. newbie. You're not I'm, a newbie I'm to learning. fishing, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having I'm having a blast. I'm you're not a newbie you, to fishing, especially though. women. Women, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a really who like to fish and don't have a lot of opportunity. Get a kayak. Exactly. Get a kayak. There you go. Go explore. I, I I don't even have a GPS hooked up yet. I go on my phone, on mm-hmm. my maps, and yep, and go and go from there. And you just you, you, you got to get out and, and do it. It's it's such a rewarding experience. Out, there's you. also a, a, a app called Angler. Yeah. I got a little button right there. So you okay. can click click that. It'll actually track you GPS wise, and it will make a track and everything through the area you're in. And you can click and okay. and, uh, and it'll log your fish catches, so you can go back and what you called it on and everything and it'll map out your trip. It's like a, a virtual logbook. So it's actually pretty cool. Awesome. Or you can download oh, the Na- Navionics. Download that. Yeah, you need to check that out. You gotta order the little yeah. bullseye, but but it works pretty cool. Or oh, Navionic awesome. Navionics has a has a deal too that'll have pull up just like a lake charts map or a, a chart on the coast. And it'll you can run a track and everything on it also so you can actually figure out how to get back and forth. So that's all off of your phone also. That'll help you out. Cool. That's a, so you don't need a, a fish fighter, you know. Well, thank you. I oh yeah, oh yeah. Anything to help too. I like I like helping everybody myself. I like to to get involved. Oh, I like me. And, and I, the I'm totally open. I'm I'm so humble, and the more the more information I I get, the better. Just makes me go. a better angler, you know. Well, that's, that's cool. Right. You jumped jumped over into the kayak world. I'm I'm glad to see a lot more lady it. anglers coming up. And uh, and it's, and, it's, and hang, hanging with the so hanging fun. with the big dogs in the tournaments. Too. I'm so trying, that, I'm, man. I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. Stoked on I'm that. Telling, so. It's it's Whew. it's it's definitely a different world. Definitely a whole different world from the boat. But you, you, it's it's a little more work. But hey, it's yeah. worth it. I love it. I really the camaraderie's I really good too. There's a lot of good. Meet a lot of friends oh, and made a lot of cool people through this so far. Call so, my yeah. fishing family. That's yep, called my fishing family. family. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Well, cool. Well, well, we're going to wrap this up here. I want to thank you for coming on. I wanted to give you a chance to to shout out, uh, you know, anything you want uh, sponsors or, you know, friend wise right here. Uh, you, you got the oh, mic. Yeah. Just want to say hi to everybody in Southeast Louisiana, all, all my old IFA crew. I miss y'all so much. Um, I hope we can get something else going on uh, similar to the IFA. Definitely. We need to Brain, brain, you know, brain, brainstorm on that. How, how to get mm-hmm. get together at a lower, I guess, entry fee level <laughs> <laughs> that people can do. But um, yeah, I do miss y'all. Um, I'm my Missy Larson, my 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 boat girl. Hey, um, and all my new friends that I'm meeting in the kayak world. And I want to give a big shout out to God. He's my number one. He's my number one, and uh, he's my number one sponsor, Matrix Shad. Um, We got uh, Power Pole. We got Optima Battery, um, Cito, Need Cito, um, Cover on the Water, and um, Hall's HD Spinnerbait. And, yeah, that's it. There you go. Thank you. Thank you big, for having me. I appreciate it. And, yeah, uh, we appreciate you coming hope on. To see I wanna... you soon in Louisiana. I hope Fishing. so. So I uh, want to give a shout out to all the listeners tuning in. And uh, the show wouldn't be possible without everybody listening. And the show sponsors, uh, you know, I got Waterloo Rods to give some show support. Trucha Dorn Co. here, another local Texas company. So thank you all for supporting this podcast, Chasing the Tide. And, uh, you know, 
look forward to uh, another episode soon. And hopefully I'm going to catch up with you over there in Louisiana one of these days. Uh, but keep killing That's it on the guys. tournament trail. Uh, I hope you do well in the championship Thanks. for the Bayou Coast. And, uh, you know, Thanks, thank you. Prop, props for I'm coming on. Hard. There you go. There you go. So we'll work uh, hard, do my best. That's all I can do. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. So for sure. So, yeah, yeah everybody, thank you all for so. tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you all next time. Later. Bye. Later. Bye.